0: You are listening to a replay of last night's live edition of the Patriots News Desk, brought to you by Dear Pat's Nation, broadcasted live on the Colorcast app. If you'd like to listen live, I've left a link in the description. Also, if you're not a market Patriots fan who can't get the game live, or you're just looking for alternative commentary, I've been signed as the Colorcast Patriots super fan doing play-by-play and analysis for every Patriots game this season. Again, if you're interested with anything that I'm doing on Colorcast, you can download the Colorcast app with the link I've left in the description. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Ray, and welcome to this Tuesday, September 7th, 2021 edition of the Patriots News Desk, brought to you by Dear Pats Nation, broadcasted live here on ColorCast. Don't forget that you can catch the live show Monday through Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time live on the ColorCast app. I do got to throw out just a little word of warning for everybody right now. We are going through severe, severe weather at the moment. Uh, Hail, thunder, lightning. We got tornado warnings. So I could at any time just cut out because we lose power, whatever it is. But going to try to power through this. Hopefully, everything cooperates for the next half an hour or so so we can get through the Patriots News Desk. Hey, and if you're new to the Patriots News Desk, it's brought to you by Dear Pats Nation. We cover the New England Patriots in many different ways. You can catch us on YouTube for the fan-driven DPN live show where – Our audience has control of the content. You make, uh, we make video reports on Newsbreak where you can get quick breakdowns of all the Patriots' latest news. We have a Patreon page where you get exclusive content and live shows. And of course, I'm here on ColorCast doing the Patriots News Desk, but I'm also the Patriots super fan doing play-by-play for every Patriots game this season right up until I call the Patriots winning Super Bowl 56. So make sure that you tune into my alternative commentary here on ColorCast. Two topics that I'm going to be deep diving today are the Dolphins writer says that Miami will dismantle the Patriots on Sunday. Johnny Smith says that Mac Jones earned his spot as the Patriots quarterback one. Deep dives are great, and most of the time they bring the entertainment value. However, there are other stories and opinions out there that we should be paying attention to. And here are five stories and opinions that Pat Nation should keep an eye on. Here's the first one. Phil Perry of NBC Sports answers his mailbag and was asked a question I think a lot of Patriot fans may have been wondering. It said, Tom Brady went to Julian Edelman and Gronk so often on third down plays, and especially uh, the two or three plays during a game, that they were the differences between wins and losses. Who will be Max' go-to receiver this year when it really counts? Here is uh, Perry's answer to that question. He says, quote, I think one of them will be Jacoby Myers. He's been the team's most dependable receiver since the offseason began, and He was their most dependable guy last year. Feels like he's in the trust tree. I think another will be either Johnny Smith or Hunter Henry. Not sure which just yet. If I had to lean one way, I'd say Smith. He's more dynamic of the two and he's practiced more. Good news for the Patriots is that Harry is out of the red non-contact jersey and should be able to participate against Miami uh, without many, if any, restrictions. Second story comes from Jim McBride of the Boston Globe, and he wrote an article called Bill Belichick's Rebuilt Defense Offers Versatility and the Ability to Confuse the Sagiest of Quarterbacks. Here's some of what he wrote. Matt Judon was not about to waste any time. So the Patriots' new linebacker decided to give fans a sneak preview of just how much of a showstopper he can be as he assumes the starting role in New England's revamped front seven. New England's linebacking core, which was thin a year ago, has now been revitalized with the return of Dante Hightower and Kyle Van Noy and the continued emergence of Josh Uche. On the front line, the acquisitions of Davin Gotcha via free agency and Christian Barmore via the draft will aid Lawrence Guy in giving New England a more consistent interior presence. On the edges, Dietrich Weiss Jr. and Chase Winovich will provide another layer for the pass rush. Henry Henry Anderson will help set the edge against the run. And having so many versatile players to work in and out of various packages gives the Patriots a ton of options as they game plan from week to week. It also makes them extremely difficult to prepare for, as their multiple schemes can drive coaches and quarterbacks crazy. They know pressure is coming, they just don't always know where it's coming from. The third story comes from Bajan Sewell, a fan cited, who wrote an article called Patriots Lose Valuable Season to Evaluate Linebacker Anthony Jennings. Here's someone that we wrote said Jennings was to take a next step in 2021 after getting picked up in the third round of the 2020 draft after splitting time during his rookie season on defense, 29% of the snaps and special teams, 24% of the snaps. The Pats were particularly in awe of everything that he could provide to the team upon his arrival. He was able to wow fans with his preparedness to hop right in and get the work done on defense, but now the team is losing a very valuable year to evaluate the former Alabama stud. He was placed on injured reserve before being named to the 53-man roster. Jennings is in New England until 2023, but Dante Hightower and Kyle Van Noy are free agents after this season. Chase Winovich's future is unclear. Jennings could have been battling with guys like Josh Uche and Ronnie Perkins for a spot in the pecking order, but now he'll have. Now it'll be up to those guys to show Belichick that there's promise for the linebacking core moving forward. The fourth article comes from Andrew Callahan of the Boston Herald, who wrote an article called "How Will the Patriots' New Offense Finally Come to Life Sunday Against Miami." Here's some of what that article said. said, The reason that the Pats will head into the regular season without proof of offensive concept is their tight ends. How will the offense look? Can it succeed with so many new faces? And will the Patriots be run-centric or more balanced? Henry and Smith, the team's highest paid and most established weapons, will be featured. They are the rock upon which Belichick has built his offense. The magnitude of the moment is not lost on Henry. Quote, we are what we are, and we've got to define that. So I think we're just all continuing to build chemistry, continue to get to know each other, and I felt like we did that throughout training camp, throughout OTAs. You know those times were huge, and now we got to carry that over to the season, he said. And we have a big chance coming up here on Sunday to kind of find and show what, show what we've, you know, been working on. The trouble is the Dolphins know this under coach Brian Flores and former Patriots assistant. Miami ranks seventh in the NFL at defending tight ends last season per football outsiders opponent in situational adjusted metric DVOA. As the Pats determine how they are offensively through Henry and Smith, Flores will muddy the pre snap picture the best that he can and bump the NFL's best tight ends off course as they charge downfield into a new era. And the last article comes from Mike Luciano, a fan-sided who unfortunately had to write a sad story today called Legendary Patriots fullback Sam Cunningham passes away at 71. Here is some of what the article said. Before Tom Brady and Bill Belichick ushered in the era of unprecedented success, one of the most iconic players in New England Patriots history was fullback Sam Bam Cunningham, who was one of the league's most effective sledgehammers for a decade due to his absolutely bruising and punishing style of running. Unfortunately, tragedy has befallen the Cunningham family and a Patriots organization that is already grieving the loss of wide receiver, David Patton at the age of 47 now must cope with the death of a true icon icon who was his name plastered all over the franchise's record book. USC confirmed that Cunningham passed away earlier on Tuesday in Inglewood at the age of 71. The cause of death is not known at this time. With the Patriots, Cunningham ran for 5,453 yards, a mark that will stand as the best in New England history. His 43 rushing touchdowns are second in Patriots history behind Jim Nance, some of his most impressive achievements in new england include running for 1015 yards in 1977 and making the pro bowl in 1978 and helping the team set a record for the most rushing yards by one team in one season in 1978 3165 yards which was held for over 40 years until lamar jackson came around the patriots have had some very noteworthy names suit up in their backfield but when considering only the contributions that he made in the pats colors Cunningham tops them all we extend our condolences to the Cunningham family and the Patriots organization after losing such a legend all right guys that wraps up the headlines for today obviously wrapping up with another sad one which always sucks and I'm just about ready to get into our deep dives but because there's so much news about the New England Patriots you got to make sure that you stay up to date with all of our content because we want to make sure that you don't miss anything. And if you're looking for a place to get more Deer Pats Nation content, then make sure that you head on over to Newsbreak. Almost every single day, I post a minimum of two videos breaking down the latest New England Patriots news. So stay up to date with all the newest Deer Pats Nation content by going <clears throat> to www.newsbreak.com slash Deer Pats Nation. You can also find the link to our Newsbreak page in our profile here on Sport A ColorCast using the website link. Newsbreak is a direct supporter of Deer Pats Nation, and every time you visit our page or download the link, it directly supports Deer Pats Nation. And with the headlines and my first sponsor plug out of the way, it's time to get into our first deep dive of the night. And the subject I'm covering is Dolphins Writer says that Miami will dismantle the Patriots. The Patriots will be kicking off their 2021 NFL season this weekend against division rivals, the Miami Dolphins. And coming off a year that saw the Patriots only sport seven wins, and Miami just missed the playoffs after a bad Week 17 loss to the Buffalo Bills' second and third stringers. Anthony Cardenas of the Finn Fanatic is full of confidence heading into the Week 1 matchup, saying that the Miami Dolphins will begin their season against the New England Patriots and will dismantle their divisional foes. Now there are a lot of people both in the media and other NFL fan bases who haven't paid much attention to what the Patriots have done this offseason both in free agency and the draft and a lot of these hot takes and analysis that are floating around there are based on the Patriots disappointing 2020 season and not what's happening currently. Now the reason that I know that people haven't been paying attention is because of the first reason Cardenas puts on the table saying that the Patriots have a questionable defense. Yes. A questionable defense quote, new England's defense took a step back last season. They allowed most of the points per game than they had since any year, since 2002, which led to them finishing with single digit wins for the first time in nearly two decades. In the Dolphins' Week 15 matchup with the Patriots last year, Miami was able to rush for an astonishing 250 yards, the highest total against the New England defense since 2013. What Cardina forgot to mention was the Patriots added Kyle Van Noy, Matthew Judon, Davin Gotcha, Henry Anderson, Christian Barmore, and Ronnie Perkins. Let's also not forget that Dante Hightower has also returned to the defense after opting out last season. So to hedge your bet on the, Dolphins, quote, dismantling the Patriots defense based on what happened in 2020 isn't just foolish, it's downright disrespectful. And I think that Cardina is going to be in for a loud wake-up call this Sunday. Cardina also noted that Mac Jones is a rookie quarterback, and he made some mention of it being two a time. Uh, as Patriot fans, let's not be foolish either. As confident as we are in Mac Jones, there are still some questions surrounding him, right? We haven't seen Mac play a regular season game yet, and we have to assume he's going to hit some bumps and potholes along the way, but for Gardena to mention Mac and not highlight that the biggest question mark on Miami is to a Tango Viola is beyond foolish on his part. Let me know in the comments, what is your score prediction for Sunday's game against the Dolphins, and what is your response to a Dolphins writer saying that Miami is going to dismantle the Patriots? And look, I'm not saying that the Patriots are going to steamroll the Dolphins by any means. I'm confident in this team, and you don't go from being a 7-win team to a 15-win team overnight, so I'm not going to pretend that this season will be without its challenges, but there's a lot of people disrespecting this Patriots team and it's starting to feel like it's us against the world again. And I love that feeling last Friday night. I was participating in an AFC East discussion with the Buffalo bills and New York jets content creators. And the bills creator predicted that the Patriots were going to win six games a season. To me, that shows you that people are not paying attention to what is happening outside of their own team. And that's fine as fans. It's not our duty to watch and see what all the other teams are doing. But for a Dolphins writer to call the Patriots defense questionable and for a Bills video creator to say the Patriots are only going to win six games, for me, it's making the anticipation for this season even greater. All right, guys, it's now time to hear from Patch Nation, but first, let me take 30 seconds and tell you why you should join the Dear Patch Nation Loyalty Club on Patreon. For only $5 a month, we guarantee you four exclusive videos per week discussing all the latest New England Patriots news and answering all your comments and questions. Every second and Friday, we host a live hangout exclusive for Patreon members where you have the option of joining us on the screen or just watch the hangout and participate in the chat box. We also send our daily topics to the Dear Pat's Nation live stream and Patriot's News Desk for you to leave your comments and questions where they are guaranteed to be answered. So come join the loyalty club on Patreon over at www.patreon.com/dpn sports. You can find the Patreon link in our profile here on ColorCast. So it's now time for Pats Nation has her Say. You've heard my opinion on the subject. It's now time to hear the opinion of the Dear Pats Nation Loyalty Club over on Patreon. And we got some answers to this today. The first one comes from Thomas, who says, dismantle my A. I think we'll beat them 24 to 10 and have the most ball possession. Mac will have a solid run game and we'll have some long drives. They're gonna begin slow, I think. So maybe till halftime, only a few points on the board. But after that, making adjustments, they will make most of their points. Obviously, that's Thomas, baby. He's coming in confident. Thinks the Patriots are just gonna dismantle the Dolphins. I'm not willing to go there. I think the game's gonna be close. I really do. I don't think it's gonna be a blowout by any means, but I get it, Thomas. I feel you. I feel you. I'm okay with it, Don. Mike N says. I'm interested to see what happens in this game. As far as predictions, I'll take the Patriots 27 over the Dolphins 24, going with my heart here and being a homer. That being said, there's so many question marks for the opening day this year, which is natural with a completely revamped team. What is Matt going to look like? How involved are the tight ends going to be? Will our wide receiving core step up to the plate? I think the biggest issue with predicting this game and the question that stands above the rest at the moment though, is what is the secondary going to look like without Gilmore? I think I have confidence in JC to play like the number one role, but the pass protection and the other side of the field is highly suspect. Worrisome. Also speaking of the secondary, let's not forget the Miami secondary is very strong, which could be a problem for rookie quarterbacks, questionable pass catching core. Everything is on the table. I'm very confident that we can control the game via the line of scrimmage on both of the offense and defensive sides of the ball. Our running attack combined with our quick, efficient passing will ultimately get us where we need to be offensively, a.k.a. the Patriots' offensive old. Defensively, I expect our front seven to carry the team this week, stifling the Dolphins enough to give the Patriots possession time that they need to come to a victory via just stops and or turnovers. The phrase dismantle is a bit strong. Josh isn't going to ask Mac to do anything heroic in week one, and Bill will make adjustments on the defensive side as he always does. At the end of the day, let's not forget, Bill treats the first week as a preseason, so a slow start won't be the end of the world. The hype train may just need to build up some steam. Fair enough, Mike. Now was a very well-detailed. <laughs> Mike always writes a lot. Mike always gives us a very long, detailed explanation of what he's thinking, and you got to respect him for that. you got to respect that he's going to give you that detail. We're going to move on to Brian Lynch, who says, PFF ranked the Dolphins O-line 28th going into the preseason. Before that, they just lost their starting left tackle to COVID and cut the center they signed over Andrews. The Patriots vastly improved front seven is going to put Tua in a on his butt all game long. While our O line will allow us to run it down their throats and not test their secondary game might be close, but don't know where the beat writers confidence is coming from. 27 17. Good guys. Yeah. And I'm about 27 24 to be honest with you. I'm really tight like Mike, but I do think the it's Gillette Stadium. I do think the Patriots are going to win the game. It's going to be tight though. It's not going to be a gimme by any means. It's going to be tight. And Alex Danill says, My score prediction is 28-17 Patriots. My reaction to the Dolphins writer saying the Dolphins are going to dismantle the Patriots is simply no chance. The Patriots have added so many very big players this offseason, like Matthew Judon, Johnny Smith, Hunter Henry, and former Dolphin Kyle Van Noy, that they just there is just no chance. We traded with them last year, but this year I think we'll take both games. The Dolphins right now are waiting for Tua to step up and show that he can be in a good, tough situation. The writer is throwing stuff out just for clicks. Uh, could be just for clicks. I don't accuse anybody of that because I do things for clicks. Not necessarily clickbait, but we all want clicks. I'm sitting here looking at the, the open talk right now here on ColorCast thinking, man, where's all the Nation? I don't got a whole lot of people listening. I'd have a whole lot more. If I was live on YouTube, make sure you come over to ColorCast. The DPN live show says, if you enjoy the Patriots, (laughs) DPN live show, if you enjoy the Patriots, (laughs) I just read you my title of the, of the, my ad I got to put out. Good for me. If you enjoy the Patriots news desk and are looking for more Patriots content and a more relaxed atmosphere, check out the Dear Pats Nation live show on YouTube where my boy Connor and I talk about the Patriots, get whatever kind of shenanigans our viewers get us into. It's a 100% fan-driven show. You ask the questions, you make the comments, and Connor and I take care of the fun. So come check out the Dear Pats Nation live show every Sunday through Thursday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can find the link to our YouTube channel in our profile here on ColorCast. And it's always great to hear from Pats Nation. If you want to leave your comment for the Patriots News Desk, make sure that you sign up for the Dear Pats Nation. Love the Cub on Patreon. You can also get the live video and watch the live recording of this show. We put the link out every day right before we go live at 7 o'clock. Or you can re-watch it. Only the Patreon group gets to see my face as I do the show. Everybody else, it's a podcast. Uh, so we do have another deep dive story to go over here tonight. Uh, but first we need to look at five more stories uh, in opinions that should pique the interest of pats nation so this one came from clutch points he released an article today that which i felt was inappropriately titled bill belichick drops a truth bomb on cam newton's time in new england however here's some of what that article said bill belichick may not have had much to say on the move at first but the pats head honcho had more to say about it their last season's quarterback one From Belichick's first presser following the move, he had just his typically restrained responses to the media. Belichick said he was not going to get into the details or timing about the decision to go with the Patriots' first-round Mac Jones as the starting quarterback because it would take forever to rehash everything that's been gone on since Jones joined the team. He also declined to comment about why the team did not keep Newton on hand as a backup to jones but after letting the news simmer for a bit bill belichick softened up to the extent that he could at least offer up some parting words for cam newton's departure i have nothing but positive thoughts and feelings for cam the patriots coach said he came in here he worked hard he gave us everything he had and right now our future is going to be mac at quarterback and this is where we're gonna go Going to our second article is Jerry Trotta of the Musket Fire wrote an article called Everything You Need to Know About Mac Jones' New Endorsement Deal. Here's what some of the article had to say. It said, Mac Jones links to an endorsement with the Boston-based athletic wear and shoe startup No Bull. Credit to Jones for stepping outside the box. Most NFL players and professional athletes in general usually opt for deals with household names like Nike, Adidas, and Under Armour. Even companies like New Balance, Puma, and Reebok have become a popular sponsor amongst high-profile NFL stars. Unfortunately, fans shouldn't expect to see Jones repping No Bull apparel on Sundays. The post, the Boston-based company centers, um, centers on producing apparel for CrossFit athletes, whether it's training shoes or performance-friendly shirts. No Bull's popularity has grown in spades since it launched back in 2015. The specifics of Jones' deal with No Bull has not yet been announced, but it's expected to rank in the top five rookie shoe apparel deals in league history, according to Darren Hinter of the Sports Agent blog. <clears throat> Third piece of news that you need to know comes from Oliver Thomas from Pat's Pulpit, who wrote an article called Receivers Nikhil Harry and Nelson Aguilar Among Patriots Changing Their Jersey Numbers as the regular season nears. Here's how some of that article went. Nikhil Harry announced a move on the single digits on Monday evening. The 2019 first-round draft choice on injured reserve to begin the regular season will be switching to number one in his return to the active roster later this fall. It's the number that the quarterback and captain Cam Newton occupied for New England until his release of the 53-man roster deadline last week. And it's the number that Harry occupied at his tenure at Arizona State. Nelson Aguilar will take number 15 from New England in a corresponding change. The March arrival previously wore number 13 from organized team activities through the preseason in Foxborough, but Aguilar had number 15 as a member of the Las Vegas Raiders last season and while at USC. An additional jersey moment movement, Per the team website, rookie defensive tackle Christian Barmore out of Alabama has gone from 70 to 90, while veteran linebacker Harvey Langeye has gone from 48 to 52. <clears throat> All right. Fourth one comes from Daniel Valente of The Score, and he wrote an article called Bill Belichick Credits Newton's Work Ethics, and it basically goes this quote, he gave us everything he had. Here's some of what the article said. Although the New England Patriots released Cam Newton last week, head coach Bill Belichick credited the quarterback for his work ethic and drive during an appearance on the Greg Hill Show on Tuesday saying, quote, I have nothing but positive thoughts and feelings for Cam, Belichick said, according to Ness and Zach Cox. He came in here, he worked hard, he gave us everything that he had Right now, our future is going to be Mac Jones at quarterback, and that is where we're going to go. I always have it's always tough to tell guys who have worked hard and have given you <clears throat> have given you all they had that you're not going to be able to keep them. Yeah, there's always options and a lot of different things you can give, especially this time of year with so many players available before they hit the practice squad, Belichick said. But yeah, in the end, we did what we felt was best. And the fifth article you need to know before we get into our final deep dive of the night. It's from Kyrie Thompson of the Boston Globe who wrote an article called Mac Jones calls winning the Patriots starting job, a great opportunity. How new England Patriot is that Here's Some of that article. What did Mac Jones do once he found out that the Patriots, he was going to be the Patriots starting quarterback for the 2021 season He called his parents. Of course, Jones revealed that he learned he would be the starting quarterback in a team meeting before the Patriots cut their roster down to 53 players on August 31st, which he called a tough day for everybody. Quote, just to be in that room and be where I am right now as a rookie, just to hear that, uh, it's hard for everybody because there's a lot of teammates on that day that they had to let go, he said. One teammate cut loose was Jones's main competition for the starting job. He was really a good mentor to me, Jones said of Newton. Ever since I came here, he knew I was here to help him and he was always there to help me. I never felt like we were butting heads or anything like that. Obviously, Cam's a great guy and a great player, and hopefully he lands somewhere. I definitely learned a lot from him. When asked if he was surprised to win the job, Jones just said, not really. He's looking forward. It's a great opportunity, he said. It's something I always wanted to do was be an NFL starting quarterback. But the title doesn't mean much. The label is the label, and you still have to go out there and produce. All right, guys, we are rapidly getting to the end of tonight's show, and it's time to look at our second deep dive of the night, and it is John Who Smith says that Mac Jones earned his spot as that Patriots quarterback one. When the Patriots drafted Jones back in April, Bill Belichick immediately declared Cam Newton as the Patriots starter. Belichick said that Mac Jones or Jarrett Stidham would have to do something pretty significant to take the job away from Newton, and... I don't think anybody ever believed that Stidham actually had a chance of taking the job away from Cam. But there were some people who believed in Mac. There were some people that believed he could be the starting quarterback this season. And as it turns out, those people were absolutely correct. Uh, But I think, in fairness, there's still a lot of people who are wondering why Mac got the job over Cam. There's still a lot of questions surrounding why the Patriots made that decision. Because when you think about it, Cam Newton had a pretty good training camp. In his limited opportunities that he had during the preseason, he looked pretty solid. Uh, There was no scheming. Cam didn't run the football, but I think that we saw the potential of his play. We saw the potential of what he was going to be able to do on the field. On the other side, Mac Jones looked really good. I think everybody said he looked really solid, considering that he was a rookie, and Mac didn't play any starters and Josh McDaniels really just did keep the game plan simple for him, protected him. And if you were to ask me after the Patriots played their third preseason game against the New York giants, if Mac Jones had done enough to take away the starting job, I would have told you that cam Newton didn't implode enough to lose it. And then of course that brings us to last Tuesday when the news broke that cam was being released and the Patriots were headed in the 2021 season with Mac Jones as their starting quarterback. But I gotta, I, I think it's fair to ask did Mac Jones earn the opportunity or did Cam Newton give up the starting spot because he was unvaccinated and for breaking the NFL's COVID travel, travel protocols. Okay. So Chris Mason from mass live is reporting that Mac's teammate and starting tight end. John U. Smith says that Mac Jones earned the starting role. Here's what Smith had to say. Quote, he's a hard worker. Johnny Smith said he earned it. He's a great guy off the field and I'm ready to ride with him. He's taken that role and he's done a great job at it. That's why he is where he is. He's done everything he's supposed to do. Like I said, man, we're just ready to ride with him. I'm excited for him. I've got a lot of confidence in him and we're just ready to ride. Truthfully, that is all the confirmation that I needed. Mac Jones's teammates have been praising him even before Cam Newton was released and do you expect Mac's teammates to give him their sort of full endorsement? The words they've been using have been important. When we've heard them talk about Mac, we've heard them talking about reading defenses and going through progressions and skipping receivers who they know are going to be covered. Johnny Smith is now talking about Mac Jones in the locker room and his work ethic. So, We expect the Patriots to speak highly about Mac Jones, but what they've been saying is everything that we want to hear. And I want to know what you think. Did Mac Jones earn the opportunity to be the Patriots quarterback one, or did Cam Newton give up his starting spot for being unvaccinated and breaking the NFL uh, travel protocols? If you were to ask me, I would tell you that Mac Jones earned the job. Cam Newton allowed doubt to creep into Bill Belichick's mind. Mac didn't. So ultimately, if you're Bill Belichick, you're going to go with the guy that you believe gives you the best opportunity to win. And sometimes the best ability is availability. Now, with that being said, let's not fool ourselves. If Mac wouldn't have performed throughout camp and preseason, then Belichick wouldn't have taken the risk and he would have went, he wouldn't have went with Mac. So though Cam Newton didn't do anything to lose a job on the field, Mac Jones did enough that He Belichick felt like he could have faith in him going in to be the starting quarterback this season. So I guess you could kind of say I'm flopping on my answer right now, but I don't really think I am. Do I believe the ultimate decision came down because Bill Belichick believes he has a good chance, Cam or he thought there was a good chance that Cam would do something this season that would force him to miss games? Yes, I do. However, Mac Jones gave Belichick the confidence to move on from Cam. So he earned the opportunity. He's shown enough growth in leadership that Belichick believes that he can be the starting quarterback right now. So though you may think, or it may sound like I'm using both sides of the argument, let me be clear and write my answer in ink. I believe that Mac Jones earned his opportunity to be the New England Patriots starting quarterback this season. Guys, and that just about wraps up the Patriots News Desk live here on Colorcast. Make sure you tune in Monday through Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you came late or you just want an opportunity to listen again, it will be available on our YouTube channel at 8 a.m. Eastern Time tomorrow morning or available to download tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on whatever podcast network you use. Just simply search up Dear Patch Nation. Don't forget to check us on Newsbreak us out on Newsbreak, Patreon, and our YouTube channel. Thanks a lot for everybody who tuned in today's show until next time. Take care. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. See ya.